Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to We're Drunk and We Know Things. It's that time of year again. It is. Goes one of two ways. <laughs> oh, God. We're Either not drinking wine, so it's fine. We're not drinking what yet. Um, yeah, it's, it's December, mm. which means we're running down to... Yep. It's not December, it's November. <laughs> no. We record these quite a lot earlier <laughs> yeah. than a lot of people realise. It's June. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's June 1956. And we are recording the Christmas 2021 episode. <laughs> Yep. Uh, yeah, no, um, it's it, it's the Christmas episode, and you know how some British TV networks that shall remain nameless mm. need to fill large tracts of programming? Yes. And so ITV 2, 3, mm. and 4... But they will remain nameless, you say? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> just do... A, they basically have worked out that the quickest and easiest way to fill two hours of TV is to do like a, a top 50... Uh. Yes, well that will get Graham Norton to talk to Benedict Cumberbatch for 25 minutes. And yeah, then, like, that's just get gold. him to pull it's a giant gold. cracker or something. Oh. Anyway, so we've decided <laughs> to follow their lead. Yeah. And rather than doing one topic, we yeah. are doing two top oh tens for Christmas. You're, talking, you're telling me that we're doing 20 topics this We're year. doing 20... Well, technically it's kind of two <laughs> topics, but 20 <laughs> subjects? 20 I don't know. Su- sub how, how do we break this down? I think, like, I think into two top tens. To- topologically. This is... I feel like this is a conversation we should have had before we turn the mics on. Nah, it's fine. Certainly before we press record. <laughs> no one's listening anymore. <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, yeah, so uh, we will be uh, kicking off this first episode of the festive period with our top ten Christmas movies, according to me, him, and our producer. Yeah, yeah. One thing I would like to make clear, we probably don't have your favourite movie on this list. True. And that's Okay. This is oh, it's okay our for us. top ten. <laughs> it's okay for us. <laughs> By all means, let us know. We'll ignore you. Well, I mean, we don't get any comments on the internet, so if it is just loads of people telling us we did something wrong, that would be a vast improvement for engagement. I did have a really <laughs> scary, scary thought the other day, which was, what if we do get loads of comments and we've just not found them? If they're really? in, like, a section of... Oh, we've just never engaged. ...of that we've never seen. God, what I love the most about that podcast is how aloof they are. <laughs> I know, we just don't know how to work social media. No. <laughs> Not got Scooby. Anyway, so without further ado, the top ten Christmas movies we're drunk, we know things style. That's what I do. I drink. And I know things. Before we get into it, Mm. effectively we did this, uh, we prepared for this episode... Very scientifically? Yes. And quite late. What's the minimum effort we can put into a Christmas episode? Top ten. Write down top tens. Yeah. This was three weeks ago. Last night, our producer did his. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've all listed uh, our top ten. Mm. Uh, we'll put these up on the... Uh, actually, we'll put these up on Twitter, because it could be quite funny. Um, yeah. And then... I basically just invoked executive privilege and mm. um, interpolated them to select a final top ten of the three. Yes. So we have Mike's uh, ten to one, my ten to one, our producer's ten to one, mm. uh, and we've just picked them. And it might yeah. be a fair distribution, it might not. Uh, I think, I think it, it is, to be fair. I think it is. So now that I look at the top ten, I'm like, man, I wish this had been my top ten. So, yeah. It's not bad, right? Yeah, yeah, indeed. So we begin. With number one. No, wait, that's not how this works. <laughs> so number one was actually, I think, my pick. Well, hang on, number 10. Number 10. Number 10, which we're is one do- in the... It's number one in the order, but it's number 10 in the order. The first... Yeah, we're doing these in reverse order. The 10th favourite. Should we start again? No, let's just keep going. All right, okay. <laughs> so... 
people listen to us to us get confused and fucking this up, right? <laughs> the lowest entry, which is also the highest number. Ooh. In at number ten. It's 1984's Gremlins. Ooh. What's that? Here, I'll show you. This is my new pet. My dad gave it to me. Neat. What's his name? His name's Gizmo. Giz. He's a Mogwai. Gizmo. Now watch Pete, maybe he'll sing. Come on, Giz, let's go over to the table. I'll be careful. Gee, Billy, where can I get one of those? I don't know. It's the only one I've ever seen. Can I hold him? Sure. I don't see why not. He seems to like you. Yeah, this is a proper a proper classic of, of Christmas movies. Do you think it was made as a Christmas movie, or do you think it's been rebadged as a Christmas movie? Because I, I do think there it's are certain set types. At Christmas. I know, I know, I know. But, but it was but released in June. Well, they okay, there you go, there you go. So it's, it's, it's I, a summer blockbuster. I think there's like two types of Christmas movie. There are Christmas movies that are definitely clearly Christmas movies, of which we have a number in in this. And there are Christmas Christmas movies that have become Christmas movies because they're set at Christmas and have since then been re, like rebadged. So like you buy Gremlins now on DVD. They're like it's gizmo wrapped in tinsel and whatever. Sure. They're, they're like, I think they're like leaning into the oh it's set at Christmas type situation. Yeah. Do you think? I mean that's fair. It yeah. was. I don't think it was made as a. a, yeah, a yeah. It wasn't aimed at the Christmas box office. No, that's what I mean. It, was, it released came it in June. June. <laughs> it came out in June. It came out in June. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, that's it is super weird that it came out in June. It's like all snowy and stuff. The whole way, it's like clearly. Yeah. yeah anyway. Anyway. Uh, lots of weird things about this film. Yeah. Um, everybody's seen Gremlins. Everybody knows yes. the basic story. We're not yeah. going to do this for all of them. Don't worry. No. Uh, William know. Shatner's on a plane. He sees something on the wing, and he's like, "There's something on the wing." <laughs> oh no! 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 Wait! No! That's that's not it, is it? That's not it, is it? No, it's a, a classic tale of humanity's, uh, Western, <laughs> Western humanity's... I was really pleased with myself with that. I looked at our producer and he just rolled his eyes and looked away to watch the television, which has got football on it. That's how much he enjoyed that. Not even football, that. they're coming out the tunnel. It's <laughs> not actually... Uh, uh, but yeah, um, it's a, a, a classic tale of the Western world's inability to handle Eastern mysticism. Yes. Um, and also oh. it involves uh, killing a woman by shooting her out of a window on a stair. Oh yeah! Lift. So it does. Thing. Yes, so it does. And then like all the soup in the swimming pool of all the gremlins and stuff. Ooh. I, I, I must say I do really enjoy this movie. I do only watch it at Christmas. Um, I might prefer Gremlins too, just because it's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through the movie, the movie stops so that Hulk Hogan, who was apparently watching the film in anyway, we're not doing Gremlins too. No. <laughs> anyway, um, um, but yeah. no. Uh, inv- inventor of possibly. Well, definitely one of the cutest movie inventions of all time, Gizmo. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous, how cute. Um, begins with a hilarious, like... And then they proceed to torture him. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Oh, it yeah, is absolutely. wicked violent. Yeah, yeah. Set him up as the cutest thing you've ever seen in the whole world and then watch him suffer to get an emotional reaction yeah. out of the... Ah. Ah. Joe Dante, you son of a bitch, you've done it again. It was also uh, one of three <laughs> films that Spielberg was involved in at the time mm-hmm. uh, that the MPA, or MPAA, 
yes. the Pictures Association of America, yeah, yeah. MBAA, um, complained about the violence and what have mm. you. And so Spielberg turned around and said to them, it's like, well, if it's too violent for a PG, mm. but it's not violent enough to be R-rated, yeah, yeah, how yeah. about you come up with a new classification, yeah. you dumbasses? Gremlins actually did rise to PG-13 so in the US. this and Temple of Doom, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, both Spielberg. Yes. Ooh. Well, this is another one where like Spielberg's not making the movie, but he's like stood behind the guys, like Poltergeist, right? Yeah. You got Joe Dante, you got Toby Hooper. To be fair, if you stood behind the guy in Poltergeist, that's that's creepy. <laughs> it's like tapping yeah. him on the shoulder, just but, like moving cups around. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever read it. Actually, Gremlins is actually directed by uh, Steven Spielberg, but I've certainly read that a lot about. Well, he was produced yeah. by. <laughs> produced by, yeah. It's like an ambulance. Um, but yes, he was definitely hovering. Yes, indeed. Um, and you can tell it's great. It's a great movie. It's really movie. well shot. It's got mm. kids on bikes vibes, but also yes, mm. not quite ultra violence, but there's some pretty it's nasty very, moments. It's Joe Dante loves a bit of cartoonish violence, yeah. right? That kind of thing, um, and of which there is a plethora, I would say. And my final thought on Gremlins: mm. apparently, I didn't realise this. Mm. Um, Gremlins three has been greenlit. Mm. They talked about that for absolute years. There was going to be an animated movie. There was going to be all sorts of different things. Really? We shall see. What, Joe Dante? I don't know. No. I don't, wow. Literally, I've just got Gremlins 3. Yeah, let's Exclamation do point. <laughs> let's just do your own research. We're not your mum. Is it going to be said at Easter? Number nine. Number nine <laughs> on the top ten list. <laughs> and this is the first of uh, our uh, producer's choices. Oh, uh, it was also, I think, one of your choices, but it you was. rated it much more highly. I did, um, because as much as I'm not a, the biggest fan of Tim Allen, I am a big fan of this you, movie. You had this at a number six. Yeah. Um, it's ended up sliding out at number nine. Mr. Producer, what's your your nth favourite Christmas film? It is The Santa Claus. Nice. Santa? Scott Calvin. How come your clothes are so baggy? Because Santa is watching his saturated fats. How come you don't have a beard? Because I shaved. Do you want this doll or not? Go back to sleep. You're supposed to drink the milk. Look, I am lactose intolerant. And I am just about this close to taking all those presents back to the chimney with me. Supposed to drink that milk. Shut your eyes. Yeah, so uh, 1994's The Santa Claus, mm. starring Tim Allen. Mm -hmm. When you asked me to do this list, given I did it quite late, I found it quite hard to find like a true Christmas film. Because okay. like you, all of the films I watch Christmas probably aren't Christmas related. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. This was the only one I really could remember watching, like, maybe as a kid. Mm -hmm. um, so... I mean, you didn't watch Santa Claus the movie. When did it come out? 1994? Yeah. You were 28? Yeah. <laughs> or 105? Or Men 12? We'll never know. Mentally as a child. <laughs> we'll never know. No, so... Um, basic plot. Mm -hmm. Tim Allen is a dad. He wakes up one day and becomes Santa. No, he wakes up one day and kills I mean, that, That's Santa. a very basic plot. Yeah, he kills Shenanigans Santa. Shenanigans <laughs> Yes, indeed. Yeah, so he kills Santa. Um, it's a um, a rose-coloured ladder, ladder, 
not arose arose such a clatter from the as as the kid points out. He kills Santa and he said, You've got to put on the suit so that he delivers all the presents and then he and then it basically it becomes a Cronenbergian body horror where he just becomes a great big fat guy who can't shave his beard off. <laughs> I, I think that might be the thing that I associate with that yeah. he shaves his beard and then instantly it comes back. Sure, yeah. Fair. It speaks to you it on really a, does a deeply personal hairy level. <laughs> exactly. Uh, suit level. But yeah. you know, it's good good Christmas times. It's like that time Definitely of the mid nineties where films weren't really that great, but they don't try and be great, so yeah, all yeah. the effects are a bit and it's got, but it's very rubbish. earnest, right? As much as, I mean, outside of, like I say, the murder and body horror part of it, it is very earnest. It's all about him, like, winning the love of his son back. They, you know, there's that scene where they go to Denny's, is it? Yeah. And, like, like, you don't like this movie? I do not like this movie. Oh, why not? Why do you I don't like, like it? Tim Allen. Right, okay. At fair, all. fair enough. Um, I don't I like the fact so that this is somebody walked into a, a producer's office in Hollywood and said, got an idea for a Christmas movie. It's Freaky Friday, but with Santa. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Well, Santa doesn't become him, though. But yeah, sure, I do see so, what you're saying. Well, I do so, a couple of interesting yeah. points, because oh, really? I did Ooh, a bit of I research. like interesting points. Yeah. <laughs> Originally, it was written for Bill Murray to be Santa. Really? He looked at the script and went, don't think this is me. Uh, so they offered it to Tim Allen, who obviously was doing... Um, loads of coke. Well, previously loads of coke. <laughs> but was doing, um, you know... Home the, Improvement. The Home Improvement TV yeah, yeah. show, big big actor. Arf, arf. I, I, I it was his first loved film. Home Improvement. His was first it really? Film yeah, really. Because Home Improvement uh, first, was well, first as a lead. Right. Yeah. Home yeah. Improvement was fucking massive. It was yeah. insane. I like. I watched all of Home Improvement. Don't watch it now. It's, no, it's bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, there's a whole series where one of the sons becomes a dog. name to your list. It was also offered to Chevy Chase. Oh, was it really? I mean, no, it was. You can kind of, around that time, if I they were thinking Bill Murray of... and he said no, they'd be like, who's next? Yeah. Bill, Bill Murray apparently reviewed the script, said it wasn't for him, and also has famously gone on the record saying, I did Scrooge. I never want to do another yeah. Christmas film. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> him and Dunn killed each other, didn't they? So, yeah, yeah. But um, the, the other thing was, because... Uh, Disney production and mm. at the time Disney refused to hire actors with criminal records mm. Tim Allen has a criminal record yeah, for importation of cocaine yes um, they for the first time allowed that it's probably happened yeah. since because you know Disney Disney in it yeah. the dark side but yeah but no so uh, you're saying that, 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 that when, when it came that. for time to Disney to shoot a Christmas movie they were perfectly happy with all the snow yeah <laughs> Hey That's why people listen to this. That oh, kind of shit. That's yeah. gold. And, and lastly, yeah. they filmed it in the middle of summer in an air, like non-aircond hangar. Oh, so really? so uh, boy, Tim, Tim Allen was uncomfortable the entire time because he's so like that, that redness of the cheeks. I always wasn't think it's weird. Is that David Crumholtz plays that elf and he's got dreadlocks? That's okay. weird, isn't it? I mean, that's weird. All the elves are played by kids. And then they break him out of jail with the tinsel to cut the bars and stuff. I like this movie. It's a good movie. Mm. I've got a. It's possible that I've watched this movie a lot because I remember a lot of this film. A lot more than Judge I Judge Reinhold's yeah. in it. Judge Reinhold is in it. Judge yeah. Reinhold's in it. Yeah. It also spawned two sequels. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they kind yeah. of jumped on that bandwagon. By the third one, it's really bad. It's all the mystical people. Alan Cumming plays Jack Frost. And he's like he made it look oh, like an icicle. I remember that. And there's like the Easter Bunny's in it. And like the Easter Bunny's married to the Tooth Fairy and all this kind of weird shit. He like, it's, it's him and Mrs. Claus having like other mythical holiday people around for dinner and stuff like that it's very strange see previous comment about all the cocaine <laughs> yeah indeed it's very it's very strange but the first one is very enjoyable yeah, yeah fair enough go. yeah good. good so uh, moving on uh, in at I think no, what are we up to number 8 the Ocho Ocho <laughs> number 8 this now that I say it's at number 8 this feels like it should be a lot higher up I literally up. just looked at the notes <laughs> and was like shit we fucked up here because yeah, I, yeah. I didn't put it that high up either to be fair um, um, but it is number 8 and it is It's a Wonderful Life are you sure this is 
Bailey Park? No, I'm not sure of anything anymore. All I know is this should be Bailey Park. But where are the houses? You weren't here to build them. Your brother, Harry Bailey, broke through the ice and was drowned at the age of nine. That's a lie. Harry Bailey went to war. He got the Congressional Medal of Honor. He saved the lives of every man on that transport. Every man on that transport died. Harry wasn't there to save them because you weren't there to save Harry. You see, George, you really had a wonderful life. Don't you see what a mistake it would be to throw it away? Clarence. Yes, George? Where's Mary? Oh, well, I, I, I can't. Uh... I don't know how you know these things, but tell me, where is she? I'm if you not... know where she is, tell me where my wife is. I'm not supposed to tell. Please, Clarence, tell me where she is. You're not going to like it, George. Where is she? She's an old maid. She never married. Where's Mary? Where is she? She's, Where is she? She's just about to close up the library! Oh, there must be some easier way for me to get my wings. Made in 1946, directed by Frank Capra, starring Jimmy Stewart, Donna Reed, Henry Travers. Ooh. It's a beautiful story about a man whose life is in ruins, so he tries to kill himself, and then he shows him, that's what happens, he jumps off a bridge and then Angel saves him, and then he's like, yeah, well, guess what? If you were never alive in the first place, this is what would happen. I mean, he doesn't say, don't kill yourself, because that would be bad. He says, ah, oh, but if you never existed in the first place. So he shows him a world where he never existed. Um, so yes, it's a sci-fi movie, and I defy anybody to say different. It's an alternate reality. Okay. Shown to him by an angel. <laughs> There's not much science involved, but sure. Okay, I will fine. give you the it's fiction. A fiction movie. It's a fantasy movie, then. It's a fantasy movie. But yes, it's a fantasy I mean, movie. It's effectively, it's um, a reinterpretation of um, Christmas Carol, right? To a certain extent, yes. Definitely, yes. 100%. Um, based on a pamphlet that they tried to get published. Yes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's you know a really short story, mm. and they wanted it originally for... Um, Cary Grant. Did they really? Yeah, that, I didn't read. He, that's why the, really? the studio bought the the story, the rights to the story. Because they thought they get Cary Grant. Um, and well, no, they had Cary Grant, but Cary Grant right. was then. It, 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 honestly, like, the I'm production doing LSD history and right now. of this film is yeah. insane. This is like a legit podcast of itself. Yes. I mean, it's 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 arguably, arguably the famous most famous Christmas movie. Um, it has been remade a million times. There's all that colorization thing in the 80s that they There's did. three colorized versions. Yeah, yeah, because Ted Turner was a nutcase. It's been um, in and out of copyright. Yes. It's been so at the center of a copyright law Yeah, so it lapsed because it was so old that you could buy it in the public domain. So it was like when like BitTorrent first came out, it was one of the first, one of the movies you could just download and it was fine. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, that is definitely is, what people who use BitTorrent were checking. Know, but, is, oh, is this legal? <laughs> Am I allowed to, to? Oh, super. Oh, did you not always consult a list? It's out of copyright. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but no, it is, it is one of the real quintessential Christmas movies. It's a quintessential Jimmy Stewart movie. Uh, Mr. Potter, who is also in Casablanca and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. It just, he's got a great bad guy. He's got a great good guy. Like, he's got a bad guy who's so out. well written that... Did you uh, read the thing about the FBI memo? No. So... Basically, because uh, uh, 1946, when was the whole like anti-communist McCarthy thing? Uh, just the beginning of the 50s. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. it ran into, and there's actually a, a memo that was published by, um, published by, uh, like opened up 
that investigated whether or not the plot was actually potentially um, a communist sympathetic Oh, because they all share the money plot. at the end, don't they? No, they all share the money at the end, and the bankers are portrayed as being evil, evil yeah, indeed, and Scroogean. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like, he owns no, the no, building alone. So the it? FBI memo says, we, we take umbrage at the fact that the bankers are portrayed as being Scroogean in a Christmas story that's pretty much a reinterpretation of A Christmas Carol. But I'd never really thought of It's a Wonderful Life as like an anti-capitalist movie, but now that I think about it, it's oh, all yeah. of this. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Love it even more. I love it. It's an anti-capitalist sentiment. Uh, but no, it, it, do you it, still it, cry? Yes. Every single fucking yes, time. Yes, every time. Oh. Um, I, I, the only person I know that doesn't cry at the end of this movie is my mum. And that is because she has fallen asleep halfway through every single time we've watched it ever. We watch it on Christmas Eve. She's knackered for making Christmas. We're preparing all the stuff for Christmas Day the next day. It's about 25 hours long. We get halfway through. She falls asleep every single it's time. It's not 25. It's short. <laughs> it is short. No, it is Super short. short. It is short. It is short. Actual feature length. Um, yeah, it is, you know, between, um, what's his name, Uncle Uncle Jimmy, is it? The, you yeah. know, losing the money and all that kind of stuff. It's heartbreaking and amazing and life-affirming. And they all come in at the end and give them the it's money and it's in the bathtub. Beautifully shot yes. by three separate cinematographers. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> And it's Frank Capra. I mean, you don't get much better than that. Why the fuck is his number eight? Not sure. <laughs> is it, is um, it safe to say that you cry at the end of all of these films? I mean, not Silent Night, Deadly Night, but yeah, pretty much. Well, <laughs> before, we, definitely. before we, we move that, on, we get um, one of the things that I didn't realise uh, was that actually Bedford Falls, the town, mm. that is a set. Yes. The whole thing. It's insane, isn't it? Yeah. Because they had to redress the whole thing to make it the, the evil version, the dark version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really um, amazing. So Capra clearly spent all the money. Yeah, They yeah. invented a new type of snow. Yeah, because it kept melting on, on set, didn't it? Well, because apparently, the, yeah. prior to this, I didn't realise this until we started digging into it, prior to uh, them inventing a new type of fake snow mm. for this movie, mm. they just used to use unroasted cornflakes. Um, Did they, they really? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, good, but... They were so well, loud white, when you walked on them oh, yeah. that they had to redub everything. <laughs> Soak everything in milk to make crunch, it. Crunch, <laughs> crunch, crunch, crunch. That's very funny. That's very funny. Um, but no, God, there's so many great. Yeah, oh. there's so many. I'm just thinking about all the great scenes: the swimming pool opening during the dance, yep. um, him stopping the guy, uh, the pharmacist giving the poison, yes, uh, saving his brother, and all that kind of good. Oh, oh God! Let's move on before I get too upset. Well, in which case, uh, it's back to our producer for another one of his picks. I'm going to be very, very quiet during this one because I've not seen it. Uh, Mr. Producer, in at number seven, what have we got? We have <coughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night. No need to sound so excited, dude. Okay, fine. Just chill out. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there.
right through Halloween. Now try and survive Christmas. Silent night. Deadly night. So for a good couple of years, there was a kind of Christmas tradition of I, amongst others, would go around to Mike's house yep. and we'd watch the worst Christmas-themed horror films we could find. Yeah. And this was... And there were loads. And, and <laughs> it's a whole genre. Yeah, it really um, is. But this was one we'd heard a lot about because it was quite old. Mm. And we thought, okay, we'll watch this. It is quite it's, famously famously bad, basically. So well, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. terrible film. Mm. So the only thing I have in my notes, the only contribution I can make mm. to this, because I've not seen this film, mm. okay. is it was made in 1984. Yeah. There you go. So it was made in 1984 by Charles E. Sellier Jr. And what it is about is there is a young man who watches his parents get murdered by a man dressed up as Father Christmas. And as a small boy, this is a small boy this happens, and uh, so as a small boy he is committed to an insane asylum. <gasps> and they release him as an adult, as you do. And then immediately he uh, is released at Christmas, and because of all the Christmas stuff, it makes him go mad. And so he dresses up as Father Christmas and starts killing a load of people with an axe. <laughs> <laughs> like, cl- literally climbing down people's chimneys. Chopping him up with an axe, but it's 1984, so it's not like mega gory or anything. But it's it's, it's and it was, it was done fairly cheaply. Yeah, very very cheaply, very but, very cheaply. But as is the way, um, it spawned a series. Yeah, because loads of different. If movies. you make a film at that yeah, point, that in the lurid. 80s, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, there's currently five. <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night. It's like films. his brother turns up at one point and has got the same thing and all this I, kind of stuff. I have seen only the original. Yeah, I, I think I've seen the first couple, but I haven't but seen there's, more than that. There's Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. Yes. There's Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Better watch out. <laughs> Amazing. There's, and then you think maybe they'll go with like continuing that thing? Yeah, Silent yeah. Night, Deadly Night 4. Yeah. Initiation. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Initiation. That one I haven't seen. Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night Five, The Toy Maker. Oh. That, that like obviously was another plot that you just. Bought so in. that's no, so like so this is the this is the period when they're making horror movies where they get a script and they go, if we make this a Silent Night, Deadly Night movie, it will make more money. Yeah, it's a Saw Part it Two didn't. thing. Isn't yeah, it? exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's written as something um, else and rebadged. Yeah. Then there was Silent Night, mm. following the trend of just taking a film and only yeah. using half the title. Or, or calling it The Silent Night or something. <laughs> well, and there's a reboot oh, in yeah, the for works 2012, for, right. for 2022. Oh, wow, then another reboot. Yeah. Okay, right, okay. But I've not seen those, so... But I, I will say, un, un, unsurprisingly, it was rather controversial when it was released because it was Father Christmas chopping a load of people up. Uh, and the director was like, it's not like I didn't make a movie... Basically, he said, I didn't make a movie about Jesus chopping a load of people up. It's like, he's a mystical... Made up. I didn't realise it was going to be this big thing. Um, the PTA of America, the Parent Teacher Association of America, obviously kicked off massively because <laughs> they would like show the trailer during the day, during the adverts of like Little House on the Prairie and stuff like that. <laughs> so unsurprisingly, there was a bit of controversy. People picketing at the cinema and all that shit. Uh, Ebert, Roger Ebert, and Gene Siskel. Um, famously spent like a whole episode of their movie review show like absolutely trashing it uh, and that, that made it even more famously bad and all that kind of stuff um, but all he ever did was really just make it a, give it a cult following it is not good but it is fun and when you're watching nothing but like sweetness and light wonderful life movie it's a wonderful life movie stuff like that sometimes you want to see Santa bury an axe in the head of a co-ed <laughs> 
and I think yeah, there's there's a whole genre that you can dive into and watch oh, yeah. these films. And if anything, there are some films that have come off the back of that that are now actually 100%. good horror films that are kind of Christmas themed. So like rare exports and stuff like that yeah, is a really good movie. Things like that. Yeah, Krampus is very good. So the one that nearly made this that didn't, and I know we're going to do honourable mentions later, but there's something that's very similar, which is a movie, a movie called Santa's Sleigh, which has got Goldberg, the wrestler of Santa, who has actually been cursed. He's, he was an evil. He was a, he's a, meant to be the son of the devil, right? Yeah, he's a and demon, he was yeah. cursed to become like this jolly nice guy and then they break the curse and all I'll say is James Kahn's in it at the beginning and Santa kills him with a, ne- a meat knife to the head it's fucking mental so this kind of genre of, of movie we've only got one on this list understandably but there are a lot as with I think pulp horror across the board <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah oh you mean it's going to cost us $5,000 to make and it's people, probably going to make like <laughs> yeah. This much more. Yeah, you've only got to make 10 grand Multiples. to make the money back, so yeah. it's fine, yeah. So, so, yes, on to so the next film, Rob. I believe this is your choice. Um, it is, and also it isn't. Um, this is uh, one that I, I felt the need to put on the list because it's one of my wife's favourite Christmas films. Oh, and this is the spirit, this is the season of sharing. It is. Um... <laughs> It's uh, the 2006, like, mega movie, The Holiday. This is like Love Actually before Love Actually was Love Actually, right? Oh, so Iris is... Where is, um, where is she? Uh, she didn't tell you? She could have done it. But, uh... As previously <laughs> stated, I'm the... Uh, I've just... I've been on the... Uh, She's in Los Angeles. That's not possible. Iris never goes anywhere. <laughs> we have that in common. Uh, no, she listed this cottage on a home exchange website, and I found it. We uh, switch houses for two weeks for the holiday. She's in L.A. at my house, and I'm here. People actually do that. Apparently, yeah. So I've not seen this. Producer, have you seen this? I have seen this, and it wasn't going to make my list, but I quite like it. It's got some nice houses in it. It does. It does. <laughs> Do you know what's weird? Traditionally, You're not the first person to have said that to me. <laughs> traditionally, it's definitely what you watch a movie for, The Houses. Is this a movie where Jack Black gets together with Gwyneth Paltrow? Uh, no. Jude Law gets together with Gwyneth Paltrow. Jack Nobody Black gets, gets together, together with Gwyneth Paltrow. She's not in this film. Wait, who's in it? Uh, right, Diaz. so you've got Cameron Diaz. <laughs> she does get together with Jude Law. Spoiler alert. Sure, fair. See um, that, see that. You've got Kate Winslet, who gets together with Jack Black. Kind of see that too. Yeah, um, and then you've got a reasonable supporting cast. Actually, that's it. Can I make um, a guess about this film? Go on. Is Jack Black not the person that she's interested in getting back to get together with, but she's, he's her friend, and then by the end of the film, she, he, she realises that actually, even though he looks like Jack Black, he's really lovely and she loves him and they yeah, get yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Yes! I could write the holiday. Yeah, I think, I think the main <laughs> plot point is that they're doing what was a thing they used to do, is house swap. It's like Airbnb, so but like Cameron Diaz has direct. got like this amazing uh, house in LA, right? Okay, because she works in the movies. It's also got that whole meta Hollywood self-referential thing. Okay, but right. whereas most of the time I find that utterly trite and irritating, mm-hmm. this film kind of pulls it off because okay. Jack Black's like a composer for films. Mm. There is a, a a whole subplot with one of the better characters played by Eli Wallach. Oh wow! Yeah, Eli Wallach, as in the Good, Bad, and the Ugly, Eli Wallach. Yeah. Maybe I should watch this film. 
the fuck he's a screenwriter (laughs) who uh, befriends Winslet's character and you get to explore like the golden days of Hollywood Uh, the whole thing is set against the backdrop of Surrey looking way more picturesque than Surrey has ever looked oh yeah sure Um, it snows all the time in England she lives in Surrey and then Diaz lives in LA and they swap yeah Right, um, okay. And they're both trying to get over heartbreak. There's a whole bunch of bits and bobs. Oh, so it's the holiday because it's the holiday of Christmas, but also the holiday from yeah. their lives yeah. to rediscover themselves yeah. and have sex with um, Jack Black. Implied, I would assume a very chaste kiss implied, at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly even on the cheek. Yeah. I love you. Loves passionately touched cheeks. But to be honest, because you've got... Three main plot lines all yeah. running simultaneously. It right. moves fast enough. Okay. Um, it is absolutely a chick flick, um, but no, it's fine. It's a fucking Eli Wallach's in it. I kind of want to watch it. Who directed yeah. it? It's a Nancy um, Myers film. Nancy Myers. Oh really? So. Oh okay. Well, Nancy knows romance. Yeah. Nancy knows romance. And unlike other <clears throat> Christmas films mm-hmm. of a similar, yeah. So the See, aforementioned. The aforementioned. <laughs> Um, it doesn't actually have any major screaming issues. Okay. It's a bit trite. Sure. It's a little bit It's a romance you know, movie. It's always a bit silly. Yeah, but, fair enough. frankly, the chemistry between most of the cast yeah. is crazy good. Right, okay. And it's a good way to burn two hours. Yeah, it's a mm. Sunday afternoon film. Definitely a mid December. It doesn't belong anywhere near kind of Christmas Eve prime and it, time. It's set during Christmas, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, right. No, I'm saying, oh, do you not have like a schedule? <laughs> no, we have no, early not December where we can watch rando shit, <laughs> and then we have the classics that aren't really that great. We watch right. those from mid-December, and then it's always I, a bit of a vying suppose, for what gets watched yeah. on Christmas Eve, Christmas. I suppose now I think about it, yeah, we yeah. do. The only real tradition we have that's set like that is the day we put the day we decorate the house is we watch Die Hard and Die Hard Two. That's the only one, but yeah, but I, that might make the list this year then. Uh, make more wine. Definitely not fucking watching Love Actually. I tell you that right now, but I might watch the holiday. So uh, yeah, there we go. And cool. that leads us neatly on to... Are we halfway through? We are now into number five. Number five which is, was on my list, but is Mike's. It is, because it is actually... I think I might add it higher, I'm not sure. I fucking love this movie. I really do. And number five, we've got Jingle All The Way. Excuse me. Yes? I'm trying to find a German door. Me too, me too. Do you have any more in the back? <laughs> What? See that? <laughs> these, these, these guys are looking for a uh, turbo man? A gentleman dog, <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're looking for turbo man. <laughs> hey, everybody, these two are looking for a turbo man. Gentleman. <laughs> now, what's so funny? Where have you guys been? Turbo Man's only the hottest selling Christmas toy ever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We got plenty of Turbo Man's faithful Saber King Tiger Booster. Where's your Christmas spirit? That's better. Now, there must be a Turbo Man around here somewhere. Oh, the last one just left. Um, some lady had it on layaway. A lady? Yeah. What lady? Oh, yeah. uh, just a short, uh, with, with a fur coat. Fur, fur coat. coat. Uh-huh. Sorry, buddy. Uh, 1996. Just to clarify, sorry, oh. so that people are aware, uh, you actually had it at number five, you had it at number six. 
Ah, okay, okay. So not much Them of a change then. Lies, Can't Dean. count. Lies. So directed you by You don't Bernabal. like this movie as much as he does. It's got absolutely True. everything a Christmas movie could want. It's got Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's got Sinbad. It's got The Big Show. It's got Jim Belushi. It's got Anakin Skywalker as a baby. And it's got Phil Hartman. Huh? Jake Lloyd is in it. All oh, right. Playing Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. Let's not dwell too much on Jake Lloyd. That's a very sad story. Anyway, it's got Arnie in it. It's awesome. He has to get a toy. This kid wants a toy. That's literally the plot. His kid wants a toy. He fucks up because he is a terrible father. And um, he has to go and get the toy. And he kind of sort of teams up with Sinbad, who was inexplicably massive in the mid-90s. That's not fair. He's pretty fucking funny, to be fair to him. Um, he teams up, but also doesn't. And also, Phil Hartman, who I love, you will know perhaps as the voice of Lionel Hutz in The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Another really sad story, let's not dwell on it. He's uh, basically trying to fuck his wife. That's what he's trying to do. He, there's loads of divorced wives in the neighborhood, and Phil Hartman's banging all of them. And uh, yeah, he wants to have sex with Damn, his Phil. wife. And uh, he put this down. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, put the cookie down is a very famous line from this. Is that where Phil, this is from? Yes. Amazing. Phil Hartman's eating the Christmas cookies that his wife's made. And uh, it's normally a tradition that Arnold Schwarzenegger has the first one. Put the cookie down! It's fucking brilliant. And he puts on the suit at the end, he flies around with a jetpack. It's awesome. It's got everything you want. Robbie, why, why, ooh. Producer? We'll bleep that. We'll bleep that. Producer, why, why is it a favourite of yours? Yeah, again, I think it was, it was one of like the three films I thought, what are the actual Christmas films? And okay. yeah, just the, the scene of Arnold doing Arnold things, dressed yeah. up as the action figure he's trying to find. Yeah, yeah. There's like a scene on a parade or in the shopping mall. Yeah, yeah, when he releases all the bouncy balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's basically like, I'm going to do shenanigans and, yeah. and destroy He fights things. all those guys. He fights, like I say, he fights the big show from WWE at one point. He's like a big elf. Yeah, he's a big giant Santa because it's all the Santas. That was it. So it's, it's, it's classic mid-90s Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's done Kindergarten Cop. He's done those comedies. He's got it down pat. I prefer, I'd rather watch this in Kindergarten Cop. And it's, it's that part where they were taking big action stars and doing like the really kid friendly thing yeah yeah absolutely yeah and absolutely. you're just like this okay, is part fine. of the, the tail end of like Arnold Schwarzenegger's like legit insane superstardom um, so I'm not like, that probably explains a little bit as to why I don't I, I, I may have I think I've seen this mm-hmm. certainly it doesn't pop up on the rotation really I think it's probably because 1996 I was enjoying Arnie being Arnie yeah it was Conan, it yeah. was Predator, it yeah, was Commando. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And the minute they kind of defang yeah. him and make him kid friendly, I'm like, yeah. what, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? I, th- I think it was just a this is self-respect. On, this is like a oh, sorry, more money than God. Okay, fine, I yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is like a it's Christmas holidays. I'm a kid, and it's on ITV. It's on three o'clock. I've got the Radio Times. I've highlighted the ones I want in my specific color, and this is one of the ones I watch at three o'clock in the afternoon. Which one was your Tuesday. specific color? I always had yellow. I was the oldest. Yeah. Red yellow. Obviously. The, the one thing I didn't bother researching. My sister had pink and my brother had green. Anyway, no, it was but, but did, did they actually look to launch the, the, the actual no, man they thing? No, didn't. they didn't. And I think that, it's the most wasted yeah, opportunity. That seems what they didn't do they the didn't merchandising. They didn't make the Retro Man. What is it Retro Man, is it it's called? What's it called? Can't remember now. But yeah, so, the, the main like yeah. Every other film that has some kind of toy tie-in, they would have Why launched that toy. You do a partnership with Mattel and that's it. Yep. Yep. Mm. As I say, I've got nothing else to add on this one. Fair enough. Well, let's move on. We've got Um, plenty to get through. So we're now into the the top five. In at number four. 
Coming in at number four, and I think this one's one of mine. I think, did anybody else have it? Uh, I didn't, I and then I saw it, it and I was really annoyed that I didn't. Ah. Mm. Uh, this one's going to be short, because we've actually done fairly recently an entire episode on 1987's Lethal Weapon. You know, Roger, you're way behind the times. The guys in the 80s aren't tough. They're sensitive people. They show their emotions around women and shit like that. I think I'm an 80s man. How you figure? Last night, I cried in bed. So how's that? Were you with the woman? I was alone. Why do you think I was crying? Merry Christmas. Sounds like an 80s man to me. So, so yes, as... Did, 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 did no. no, no. Who speaks first? Do you go first? <laughs> <laughs> so, as Rob has mentioned... Yes. Oh. Yeah, go and listen to the Lethal Weapon podcast. Yeah, go and listen to it, dumbass. But why is it a Christmas movie, Rob? It's set at Christmas. Shane Black, Aston, Aston isn't it? Shane, Shane it's Black. also Shane Black. Shane yeah. Black, they're all set at Christmas. Uh, yeah, it's... And it's annoying because... I just think this is, this is one of my favourite films, let alone a Christmas film. So when you say Christmas, it didn't even clock... I just have a... My, my favourite Christmas films are Shane Black films. So it didn't even occur to me, but you're right. You're absolutely it is, right. It is a relatively recent reintroduction, because I think it was only a couple of years ago that I watched it. Hang on a minute. Lethal Weapon, a Christmas movie? <laughs> Definitely is. Yeah. Uh, and therefore, it will get watched. However, mm. uh, as I said, we've done an entire... Well, in fact, we did two episodes. Uh, two, yeah, two episodes. Yeah, There's a did. full three hours a of gamut. us... A gamut. I Lethal Weapon when I get home tonight. <laughs> I mean, as soon as you said it, I was like, I haven't watched that in a few months. <laughs> I think there's there's that whole kind of thing of Christmas films that mm. people say aren't Christmas films. But yeah. They're set at Christmas, and you can argue they're Christmas films. If, this is if you if you say that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, then Lethal Weapon is a Christmas movie. I don't care. It just is. It's set during Christmas. Yes. At one point, they tricked the bad guy with a Christmas tree. Yeah. So you know, it's Christmas now. But it is one of, I think, three Shane Black Christmas films I had in my list. So. Is it really? Is it really? Very nice. Very, very nice. Very, very nice. Like the only Marvel Christmas movie, Iron Man 3. Yes. That was there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that didn't make the cut. No, it didn't know me either, no, funnily no. enough. It's not a good film. I was no, scraping the barrel of I quite like Iron Man 3. Um, oh, I don't know. They're depressing. I only like it because of the Shane Blackness of it all, uh, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, and it's the same reason I like The Predator, that new Predator movie. Because it's... Well, I like the Predator, the new Predator movie, because there's one bit where uh, he tries to trick uh, Jason Tremblay, the little kid. I bet you can't uh, translate that language. And he goes, oh, reverse psychology? Don't go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's Jason Tremblay telling somebody to don't go fuck yourself. But anyway, we might be talking about Lethal Weapon. I'm, I'm definitely say. borrowing that one. Uh, well, no, I think we talked about Lethal Weapon at length. Yeah, um, we have. It's good fun. Uh, it's a banger. It's a Christmas movie. It's, yeah, it's number strictly four. Strictly mid-rotation. Mm. Uh, but there we go. Uh, and uh, moving swiftly on to an actual, actual, undeniable Christmas movie. Yep. There is no argument. There is no debate as to whether or not <laughs> number three on our list is a Christmas film. It's probably the most... Christmassy Christmas film they ever <laughs> made. Yes, number three is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, the silent majesty of a winter's morn, the clean, cool chill of the holiday air, and an asshole in his bathrobe emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. Shitter was full! Ah, yeah. You checked our shitters, honey? Clark, please. He doesn't know any better. He ought to know it's illegal. 
It's a storm sewer. If it fills with gas, I pity the person who lights a match within 10 yards of it. Directed by Jeremiah S. And you can see every bit of 1989 (laughs) on the screen. You really can. Wood panelled station wagon, you know, moose shaped eggnog glasses, yeah, everything, everything. Um, Chevy Chase, Bevy D'Angelo, and Randy Quaid before he lost his fucking mind. Um, Incredible. Written by John Hughes. The John Hughes. The John Hughes, although it is not a written passage. Yes, indeed. Um, it was originally going to be directed by Christopher Columbus, but he didn't get along with Chevy Chase, which seems to be the general rule of thumb with people talking to Chevy Chase. <laughs> he sounds like he's the worst. Anyway. Um, it does mean that, Yes, so, so they um, switched movies, didn't they? So yeah. yeah Jeremiah Chechik and, and Chris Columbus switched movies, and he ended up doing Home Alone instead. So, which isn't on any of our lists, actually. No. Oh, spoilers. It, it was going to be yeah. on mine, but then... Do you actually watch it? It's played out. I do watch I, it every year, but only oh, a, only oh, oh, oh. A, only a point when I've run out of everything else to watch. Right, quick yeah. sidebar. Are you going to watch the sequel, the reboot? I, I, I probably will check it out because it's got funny people in it. It's got Rob Delaney in it. It's, it's got it's got funny people in it. Um, I like that kid. He was good in Jojo Rabbit. Um, so yeah, I will check it out. I don't know if it will be good, but I'll certainly check it out. Fair. That's all. That's all I can say. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was hoping to say something more controversial, so, but actually... So, back on the National Lampoon... National Lampoon's thing. So, so long for, story short... For people that don't know what National Lampoon is... Yes, so they're the Griswolds. Um, they are having all of the family over to the house. No, Not I the meant, movie, I meant, the concept. I, I meant the concept. National Lampoon. Because oh, it's I'm one thing, as, as a kid, I was like, what is this thing? I wasn't exposed right. to it. So, it like the a, National Lampoon, or the Lampoons, is a comedy magazine at Harvard. Um, it's a bit like Viz, a bit like Private Eye, a bit like Mad Magazine. It's very clever, well-off white people being funny in a magazine at Harvard. Well, I'm pretty sure they've, they, they've let a couple of non-white people in now. They have now, yes, to be fair. Maybe um, even a and, woman. And, 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 and to be fair, I'm being very snide about it, but actually they are all really fucking funny, to be fair. Well, no, in, um, in, the, in the 80s, you're absolutely right. It yeah, was, yeah, yeah. But it was it, the yeah. same as, like, um, what's the Cambridge one? Footlights? Footlights, yeah, yeah, which is um, like Monty Python and all that stuff yeah. came up in that and that kind of business. So it's, it's that kind of thing. Um, however, they then made a whole series of movies about the Griswolds. So there was National Lampoon's Vacation, when they go to uh, Wally World, which is a theme park. Well, they drive there, basically. They're, they're on the way there, and it's the story of their misadventures on the way there. There's European Vacation, when they all go all around Europe. Um, I, I like all the vanca- vacation movies, I do. Um, they're very, very 80s. Very 80s. There's like a running joke in the European Vacation one where the son constantly meets the same like big-titted woman but she's like in Germany she's dressed up as a milkmaid and in France she's like got a string of onions and is holding a baguette and stuff like that but it's the same actress playing it's that, it's that level of humour but they are fucking funny they are and Christmas Vacation is no exception Christmas Vacation is an exception you don't think it's good? no I think it's actually the only one of them that is worth oh, yeah. watching oh, yeah. <laughs> more than once <laughs> okay fair enough okay. Um, it is yeah. exceptional and it's exceptional for a couple of reasons I'll, I'll let you do a quick rundown in a minute because no, we're no, into the top no, three no, so we can take no, some no, time no. Yeah. Um, 
the main thing that I love about this film mm. is even though it's very American and even though it's very 80s American it yeah. speaks to a little piece inside of everybody who's yeah. had that Christmas yeah, yeah, yeah. where everybody has a Barney and yeah. stuff goes wrong obviously it's taken to an absolute extreme um, the, <laughs> the bit with the squirrel in the tree <laughs> the squirrel in the tree <laughs> the citywide blackout yeah. Uh, not to mention the ending, which is mwah, yeah, 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 perfect yeah. slapstick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he keeps trying to put the lights on. Joy to the world! It just keeps not working. Fuck it out. It's so good. Um, but no, it is very much a case of everybody's had, and in fact, some people have it annually, yeah. the Christmas where you want to get together and have a lovely Christmas time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just doesn't work. Yeah. Um, and he just he nearly kills him he nearly yeah. drives him into like yeah. that bit when he doesn't get the bonus and he goes all twitchy and goes on the big rant about the sandbagging carpetbagging snake eating dickless joyless like he goes off for so so long but yeah it's I although that, that's a jelly of the month club is the jelly of the month oh, club oh that's perfect my, my, my other favourite bit and I, I'm sorry just to just keep saying bits but when they've cut the tree down and they get home and they're lying in bed and he's just covered in sap and he like tries to turn a light off the lamp. He's trying to read a magazine and the pages are getting stuck to him. Her hair gets stuck to his hand. The lamp gets stuck to his hand. It's so stupid. It's so good. I and yeah, and every year it cracks me up. I think that is like a formula for like worst Christmas films of like, oh, stuff goes bad. Yeah, um, yeah. This is the best version of that. Yeah, 100%. And it's probably the first version You're of right. It, it could be really, really bad. Because well, there are yeah. loads of examples yeah, of it yeah, being... Yeah. Christmas oh, with the cranks and that, yeah, kind, of that kind of stuff. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think the main thing that holds this together is actually Chevy Chase and... Um, Beverly Giangelo. <sighs> well, it's it's Chevy wife. Chase specifically, because mm. Beverly is kind of like the, the counterpoint, rolls her eyes mm, and what yeah, have you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Trying to keep Sparky calm. Clark's positivity <laughs> throughout... Everything. And it just becomes so, like, forcefully, angrily positive. We are gonna... Like, because he goes, when Santa pops his jolly white ass down this chimney, he's gonna find the group of jolliest motherfuckers in it. It's so good. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna... Yeah. That, that speaks to something deep inside yeah. of me. I know. I, I think uh, everyone's like Christmas is like brilliant. that. Absolutely we are gonna enjoy brilliant. this if it kills every single one of us. Yep. <laughs> and it nearly does. <laughs> Literally oh. and figuratively, yeah. So it is, yeah, superb. Yeah, very good. A young Johnny Galecki from Big Bang Theory is the son. Yeah. Very good. And, and, and there is good performances all around. They're silly, oversized performances, but they are very good. Randy Quaid as the cousin is truly magnificent. There is actually a sequel, which is just about him. Um, it's not very good. I can't imagine that would work. Funny enough, he, doesn't, he can't support a whole film. He's very good as a... Like, and he's emptying the, ses, the, the tank from the RV. And he's got the next door neighbours. It's Julie Louise Dreyfus from Seinfeld. Yep. Shit, it was full. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just, yeah, it's brilliant. It really is brilliant. Uh, there was an argument to be made to have this at number one for me, but um, yeah, brilliant. It's it's close. It's definitely in, in it's definitely worthy of its position in the top three. <laughs> Every year we put it on, and I'm like, ah, oh, do we watch? Should we watch this again? And in five minutes, in I'm like, fuck, this is so funny. <laughs> It's so good. It's got Brian Doyle Murray in it. It's the boss, uh, Bill Murray's brother. Yep. Uh, they kidnap and everything. He's got the bow on him and everything. Uh, I could literally just sit here and talk through scene by scene about that film and just piss myself. But it laughing. is hilariously. It's yeah. a series of. It's that classic thing that you get. And I, I can't speak to the others. I'm not watching. But it mm. is almost vignette, vignette, vignette. 
mm-hmm. um, because it's like the, this is the scene where they go and get the tree this yeah. is the scene where they do yeah. um, but it works yeah even though it's completely inconsistent it makes no fucking sense in, uh, incoherent at points yeah absolutely um, but it's really good and yeah the the the, the Christmas star <laughs> yeah at the end they carve the turkey it's just like a disturbing shell <laughs> right we can't we can't just talk seat plot by plot plot point it's awesome everyone go and watch it but I guess at Christmas watch it, it at Christmas and think it could be worse but we it could be probably, those people <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah which yeah. brings us on to uh, number two number two number two now this one I feel a bit cheeky because this is actually my pick yes none of you had it no you wouldn't have it because it's a musical I I'm really assuming that our producer that wouldn't have it because he just I had it in at number two did you Ooh. We both had it at number two. Thanks for Ooh. reading my list. Ooh. Oh, well, if well, I guess it I'll hadn't arrived at half past one this morning. Anyway. <laughs> That's true. Right, so no, our producer and I agree that this is number two. It did not appear on my list. Not. Because musicals, as previously discussed, it is 1992's A Muppet Christmas Carol. Let us deal with the eviction notices for tomorrow, Mr. Cratchit. Tomorrow's Christmas, sir. Very well. You may gift wrap them. Let us help you with that, Mr. Patrick. Oh, my, there are certainly a lot today. We'll get it with you. Okay, okay. Here you go. Look out on an end. Look out on an end. Look out on an end. Look out on an Christmas is a very busy time for us, Mr. Cratchit. People preparing feasts, giving parties, spending the mortgage money on frivolities. One might say that December is the foreclosure season. Harvest time for the moneylenders. If you please, Mr. Scrooge, it's gotten colder. Yeah. Any bookkeeping staff would like to have an extra shovel full of coal for the fire? We can't do the bookkeeping. Yeah, all of our pens have turned to inksicles. Yeah. Our assets are frozen. How would the bookkeepers like to be suddenly... So this is actually my favourite Christmas Christmas film. Okay. It was beaten by a film that the is set one. at Christmas, but <laughs> is not Christmas yeah, adjacent. Yeah, indeed. I love this film. I really enjoy this film. Every time I watch it, I go, oh, that was really good, actually. But it's always somebody else that suggests we put it on at Christmas, and then I enjoy it. Is it nearly always me or him? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, sorry. So, Rob, this, this, is, this is your favourite. Well, fave. no, it's, so it's our thing. So, it's yeah, it um, uh, uh, was filmed in uh, 1992. Okay. Uh, two years after uh, Jim passed away. Oh, of course. So this yes. is Brian Henson's feature debut. Is it really? I yeah. didn't realise that. Okay. I thought it was Jim Henson's last movie. It is the Muppets doing what they do. Uh, they spent yeah. basically, give or take, about 18 months in script work and development. Right. Uh, they had a list as long as your arm for the... It, it's that human-Muppet interaction thing that always works incredibly well. And that human is Michael fucking Caine. It was potentially going to be George Carlin, which could have been quite interesting. Wow. <laughs> Fuck. Now that movie would be my number one. That I want to fucking watch. They'd still yeah. sing. Yeah, they still sing. Michael Caine famously, um, when he was approached uh, to, to uh, play the role of Scrooge, because uh, this is a Christmas carol, right? They, yeah, they, don't, they don't muck with it very and it, much. No, and it and full it's set on is. in Victorian... Yeah. You know, it is a proper yeah. 
but Michael Caine said, I'm going to play this movie like I'm working with the Royal Shakespeare Company. I will mm. not wink. I will not do anything Muppety. Good. A direct quote. Very nice. nice. Uh, I'm going to play Scrooge as if it is not a dramatic role and there are no puppets around me, <laughs> which he does. Yeah. Yeah, no, he does. That's true. That's true. And so, to which Henderson said, yeah, great, that's what yeah, I Yeah, of course, yeah. that is amazing. Play now, bear straight. in mind that to do that, mm. he was having to, at some point, because of the way the puppets is up, he was having to literally balance on planks to walk through the set, to walk through the scenes. Right, yeah, of course. Because, because all of the puppets are underneath. Are underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, he absolutely nails it. It is a musical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the music is... Eh. So <laughs> I'd argue that every single song in that is amazing. Really? Yeah. Really? There's, you okay. could start... I don't like musicals. Do you listen to the soundtrack? No. Ah, well. But when they start the song, mm. it doesn't seem out of place in the film, which is the thing no. that always annoys I will, me. About. I will say that, that that part of what I don't like about musicals is you're just like, why the fuck are you singing? Yeah, so maybe it's the, the arrangement. Muppet, I think is, the Muppets Christmas Carol is, is one where it doesn't feel out of place. Yeah, yeah definitely. I it might be that they're puppets. <laughs> It does help. It doesn't matter, but yeah. regardless of I mean, why, like, it doesn't well, feel forced. You know, apparently there's a singing chicken and there's, yeah, yeah. you know, a, a lobster. Is this the one where Gonzo wants to fuck the chicken? Uh, <laughs> I think, isn't that all of them? <laughs> okay. That's Gonzo's thing. <laughs> I think that is all of them. No, so right. the great Gonzo yeah. stars as Mr. Dickens. He's the narrator. Yes, of course. Uh, you've got Rizzo the rat as kind of like um, the, the foil, the Greek chorus. The rat's my fave. He's like, awesome. Like the this. lamp, not the rat. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um... <laughs> They basically walk us through this story. Mm. Kane is totally deadpan throughout. Does yeah, not yeah. once acknowledge that the he's, ridiculousness of the situation, yeah. basically. Yeah, um, yeah. And the pathos with which he plays some of the later scenes. It's yeah. a Christmas Carol, right? Three it's good, well, Michael Kane's yeah. a fucking um, good actor. It's, it's a yeah, great pick. It's absolutely great pick. insane. Yeah. You've got Kermit um, as Bob Cratchit, of course, and, um, and him Robin not being the little, main character in this. Yeah, yeah does, doesn't star. No, um, no, come! It's very much supporting, isn't he? And that massive puppet—is it? Which one is it? Uh, the like the like the Greek god type Christmas puppet. present. Christmas present, yeah, that is amazing because he's actually just a fucking massive puppet. So like, they you know. they were originally looking to see if they could pair off the ghosts with existing characters. Okay. Uh, and they were going to have, I think, Miss Piggy was going to be uh, the ghost okay. of Christmas Present. Oh, it'd be too much. Uh, and then they went back and said, no, we need to have those characters need to be in the the chorus in the ensemble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, to to lend colour and weight and familiarity, yeah, yeah. we need to re redo. Mm. Um, the ghost of uh, Christmas Future is basically scary as hell. Yes. Yep. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Um, I do think that, like, <laughs> I think the reason it works for me uh, is that the Muppets of it all is let's put on a show, right? Yeah. It's always let's put on a show and save the theatre or yeah. let's put on a show and do whatever. And it feels like it's the Muppets putting, putting on, on a Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. It feels like that. It feels theatrical. It feels that kind of, it's so perfectly suited to, well, of course they're doing this. We're going to go and watch a play and it's going to have all the Muppets in it and it's Christmas Carol. It's like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's very think, good. I think the thing that I really like about it is just every single shot has so many Muppets in it. Mm. It's not They're not using it sparingly. They're like, everything in the background, you're well, going to have a character. The whole cast is puppets apart from Michael Caine, yeah. so that means every extra... No, is, there are other there human are, characters. There are some oh, humans. Yes. Oh, okay, there are. Okay, I can't, his I can't his family, so his brother. Yeah. Oh, um, of course. And of his love interest, Belle. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, they're perfectly parachuted into um, the muppetiness of it. Yeah, it muppetiness all. of it all. So you've got yeah. like uh, the 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 traditional uh, Dickensian character, Mr. Mm-hmm. Fezziwig, who Scrooge <laughs> works for, yeah, yeah, who is renamed Mr. Fozziwig. Yeah, of course. And of course, it's you know Fozzie Bear, yeah. um, who 
the business he's running is a rubber chicken factory, <laughs> and it's oh, it's just the best. Yeah. But it's it, what it's what, what's good is that the Muppets kind of reality doesn't invade the story too much. It does in places, so like the rubber chicken family, but otherwise it's pretty much a straight yes. version of a Christmas Carol. But every now and then you go, wait, what's that? Is a rubber chicken or like? Robin is tiny. Is it Robin? Is is uh, uh, tiny Tim? Yeah, is tiny Tim and that kind of stuff. So it's very good. It's very good, and it's um, it's. But yeah, you've got Stanton and Waldorf as Marley and of Marley. course Marley, um, Marley, Marley and Marley. And Marley. See? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it is just it, it. Yeah, and you'd be hard pressed to find a better family Christmas movie. Like to sit down, like grandma down to grandkids. Everyone's going to sit and enjoy it. Enjoy, I can. Enjoy it. Uh, if I'm not so much, um, <laughs> I honestly was. I was walking here today. I was like, well, I'm not going to like get feeling all Christmassy <laughs> about it, though, right? It's fucking. It's not even really Christmassy. I'm not really going to get into it. And but, now I'm like, man, I'm feel super. I want to go home and watch that. Let's put the tree up today. No, <laughs> no. It's the, no. It's the mid. It's the middle of February, Mike. We've got some time. Uh, no, but it's also it's one of those that. Um, I think my wife watches this on sufferance because she knows that I love it. Sure. Uh, she's not a huge fan. Fine. Mm. Uh, my sister, mm. all I have to do is hum the opening bars to any song yeah, and we're yeah. off. Really? Yeah, 100%. Oh, that's lovely. It's uh, really good. A, 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 a my family favourite yeah. uh, that will you know, keep alive for as long as humanly possible. Yeah, um, as, as long as they keep uh, re- restore, remastering it and putting it on some kind of new disc, someone's going to keep watching it'll, it. It'll be on a streaming uh, service somewhere. On, it's 100% going to be on Disney+, Plus, right? Uh, Muppets Disney? Yes. Yes, then definitely. Because there's a new Muppet show, which is apparently very good on Disney+. Plus. Apparently it's very good. I did like the other TV show they did after the movie, uh, which was quite good. It was like backstage, basically like backstage at the Muppet show. It was sort of like 30 Rock or that kind of thing. It was like, yeah, Studio 60, 30 Rock style. I I, I thought that was very good. There's just one joke in that that always makes me laugh, where Kermit's got a new girlfriend and she's also a pig, and it just cuts to him and he's like a talking head and he goes, what can I say, I'm attracted to pigs. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, there we go. So that's number two, mm. which means that all that's left. You know, we talked about it. It's such a warm feeling. I feel like we just. You know what? That's number one. Forget it. <laughs> no, no. We should do it's number not, one. Though, is it? It's because not. No, it's not. What's at number one? What's obviously going to be number one? What's if, our number one? If you haven't worked this out at this point, movie? listener, you dumbass. <laughs> go on, Mike. What is it? Number one with a bullet, with several bullets. Is Die Hard two? Ah, the old switcheroo. <laughs> <laughs> I expected this, if I'm honest. <laughs> I wanted this to be professional, efficient, adult, cooperative. Not a lot to ask. Alas, your Mr. Takagi did not see it that way, so he won't be joining us for the rest of his life. We can go anywhere you want us. You can walk out of here or be carried out. But have no illusions. We are in charge. So, decide now, each of you. And please remember, we have left nothing to chance. Get them back. Stop by. So, the old switcheroo. It's not. 
And I'll tell you well, for why. Well, it is, because you've written down Die Hard as number one, and now you're saying it's number two. No, I'll tell you for why. I'm not upset. I'm not upset. But I because would like to know your reason. I'm just firstly, disappointed. <laughs> when was the last time... Uh, no, this might bite me massively because we haven't checked this beforehand, <laughs> but when was the last time that you sat down and watched Die Hard mm. for Christmas and didn't immediately follow it with Die Hard 2? That's fair. No, that's fair. That's fair. This and, is... and in fairness, I will say right now that although I think Die Hard is a better movie, Die Hard 2 is my and my wife's favourite. Because he is just up to his ass and terrorists again. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I do think Die Hard is a better movie. I'm uh, not debating it. I'm I, I, saying and in that fact, I think we probably said this on the live episode, Die Hard episode we did. At this most magical time of year, <laughs> yeah. the two come hand in hand, lockstep, inseparable as mistletoe <laughs> and holly. <laughs> sure. Mulled wine and then switching to something stronger because mulled wine isn't actually that great. <laughs> mulled wine and then topping it off with brandy because you nice. know it's not that great. This year I'm going to make, uh, what's it called? I want to call it Stinking Bishop, but it's not called that. It's called Smoking Bishop. That would be cheese. No, Smoking Bishop is like mulled wine, but it's got a shitload of port in it as well and brandy. Okay, we just do mulled gin. We gave up on mulled wine a couple of years ago. Yeah, mulled gin feels like both my eyes popping out of my head. But... Oh, it's, it's pretty damn good, <laughs> to be honest. Anyway, anyway so yeah. Die Hard. <laughs> so Die Hard 2. So yeah. if, no, if you Die Hard listened... and Die Hard 2, that okay. was my point. Yeah. Okay. If you Fair haven't enough. listened to the live right. episode about just Die Hard, you yeah. can do. Which we reportedly recorded, but I don't remember. And also, <laughs> a lot of people will say this isn't a Christmas film, and as we previously spoke. Of course it bloody is. It's it starts clearly... with the Hymn of the Bells. Yeah, I think it's because in people's bells? mind, no one's dressed up yeah. as Santa. Yeah. No one's... Going to get a Christmas tree. He doesn't I think say at her, one her, point, her isn't a dead terrorist dressed up as Santa? No, that's in no the one first one. In the no first one, alive is dressed up as In the first one, he puts a Santa hat on the blonde bloke there and then says, oh, oh, I've got a machine gun. In the second one, I don't think there is. Nobody dresses as Santa, but he no. does it's reference it's Santa snowy, it's snowy many words. times. And also, it's got like, you know, number two's got. Um, let it snow as the end song and things like that. There well, is Christmas songs all the way well, through the second what, you mean, one, and he's before flying in to Chief see. Lorenzo tears up the parking ticket and says, "Hey, it's Christmas!" <laughs> yeah, and he's flying in to see, you know, for the for the family for the yeah, holiday. Yeah, yes, right. absolutely, absolutely. I do love the second one. I must say, uh, I don't know. I can't remember how much we spoke about the second one during the Die Hard episodes, as as mm, I never remember barely, how much barely, we spoke about anything. Barely referenced it. Uh, but uh, the second one's awesome. Rennie Harlan, um, height of his powers. Um, as as much as they are, uh, but you know, Rennie Harlan was is is very competent action movie director, um, and Die Hard Two is a very competent and very enjoyable second movie. The fact that they changed the action, so it, it, they've changed it just the, the formula just enough to make it feel fresher. It's got that bloke who looks like Billy Bob Thornton, but he's not. Who lives in the tunnels? Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't think he does live in the tunnels. I just, in my mind, he lives in the tunnels. No, I think he does. <laughs> I'm trying to remember his name. He's the janitor blokey. Hey, officer! He drives him around in the car at the end. Anyway, um, yeah, good stuff. But they managed to keep just enough of the formula that you're like, this is an actual sequel. It's yeah, not absolutely. like you've bought another script and, and it's, just piled yeah, in characters. Exactly. And they've like heightened the, the heightened the tension enough in that it's not just they've got to save a building of, for the, because it's got a lot of terrorists in it. It's them planes going to crash. If they could do it, so can we. Uh, you know, because he... Harley! Hang on, no, that's, that's after he kills Colmini. Oh, yeah. Does he kick Colmini? Isn't Colmini the, the pilot? He of is the... O'Brien, yes. Yeah. O'Brien from DS9. No, no, yeah. but isn't he the pilot the one that they crash? He is, he is. yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. William Sandler, naked at the beginning. Ooh. Yeah. That that's, bit that's stabs a guy in the eye with the ice. That's like a deep cleft. 
Yeah, a deep cleft. It is a deep. That's a '90s butt, right? That's like before started getting people started getting really ripped in movies like The Rock and shit. It was just I'm just gonna lose a bit of body weight, but then you're just gonna cover me in baby oil, and you've just got that big old butt cheeks. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Christmas, Christmas. William Sandler's ass, Christmas. And of course, Die Hard, the original. Yes. Um, yep. It's it's fucking Die Hard, the original, isn't it? It's not Christmas until. It's not Christmas until then. Has it's there not. been a single year go past where you haven't watched Die Hard? No, and, 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 and weirdly, uh, Lethal Weapon, I might watch during the year here and there just because it's Lethal Weapon. But Die Hard, I think I actually do think I only watch Die Hard on Christmas. Well, not necessarily on Christmas Day, but Chris, you know, whenever, like, like I say, our tradition is we watch Die Hard 2 when we decorate the house, but that is immediately preceded by Die Hard 1 obviously yeah. otherwise how would you understand the second yeah. film yeah you wouldn't watch it the other <laughs> one what's <Yeah>. happening <laughs> if only no, there was a prequel what do you mean up to your ass and terrorists again is there a backstory to this that I need to be aware of oh they're divorced well how did that happen you watched the first one. Oh, they're divorced <laughs> I, li- I do like what I like about the Die Hard movies is the reason they're divorced is he's a dick yeah he- they're divorced because he's an asshole <laughs> only John can make somebody that angry <laughs> But yeah, I mean, what is there to say other than go and listen to our Die Hard episodes? And watch Die Hard. And watch Die Hard. And then watch Die Hard 2. And in, in reality, watch Die Hard 3 too, because that one is good too. Nope, can't watch Die Hard 3 at Christmas. Yeah, that one's in the summer, isn't it? It literally starts with Hot, hot Towns, Times, Hot Times, City. Yeah, so watch that in June. Yeah. And then watch June in <laughs> March. <laughs> I, I, and then I watch fear... March of the Penguins uh, ooh. in February. I mean, let's... Ah, fuck this. March of the Penguins gives us a neat... Sojourn Marsh of the Penguins Honourable mentions What is it Marsh Yeah The okay. Marsh There's of penguins Being like Oh no I'm drowning Wait We can swim <laughs> I just remembered We're the ones that don't fly That will swim We're fine uh, No this gives us a neat uh, Sachet into Honourable mentions And I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna Open The honourable mentions With one that was, wasn't Even on my list Oh Because it's not a Christmas film but you always watch it at Christmas. Hence, <clears throat> hence why it's not on the list. It's not Christmas film Princess to my Bride. wife. Princess Bride. But we will watch it at Christmas. Princess Bride. Uh, Happy Feet. Ah, okay. Yeah, fair. I can see how that feels. There's a lot of snow in it. Yeah, but it's not a Christmas film. Arguably. And I'm going to say something controversial. Ooh. Arguably, his second best movie. Who's? The bloke who made it. Shit, actually, just mine's gone blank. He made Mad Max and then he made that. All right, okay. That guy. It's not Henry Miller. You know what I mean? Shit. This is a film podcast and I forgot he made Mad Max. No, keep talking. This is fun. Uh, uh, he can't his name's remember. George Miller. Boom. Yes, George Miller. Um, I would say, yeah. I love Happy Feet. It's a fucking brilliant movie. It is. And for a bloke that's made a shitload of Mad Max movies and also animated penguin films, Robin Williams is that like crested penguin guy. is amazing. Oh, but it is, it is Robin Williams, so yeah. Yeah. He's like, hey, no, no, the vocals uh, yeah. throughout are stunning. Mm. Um, it's... Brilliant, but it's not mm. a Christmas movie, so moving mm. on. Mm. Uh, what have you got in the honourable mention bucket? Well, we didn't mention this, but I would say Elf. Elf was very close to being very yeah, high I, up I on I had my Elf list. as number four. Usually appears on all of the yeah. lists. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's good. It is good. And it's one of those things where I want to be one of those people that's like, oh, but Elf. <laughs> you but know no, why it's good? good? Will Ferrell's really funny. No. Why? Because Zoe Deschanel's amazing. She is good. 
everybody around him is just suitably grounded because that's James Caan right yeah it's Jimmy Caan um, yeah. everybody around him is just grounded mm. sensible and what have you which means that Farrell can go off and gurn his that's tits the, off no, but that's, and, the, that's the, the, uh, the, the quintessential algorithm for making a good Will, Will Ferrell movie make everybody else be serious and just let Will Ferrell be a fucking nutcase and it is very funny it does it's, work it's Mark Wahlberg and him and the other guys where Mark Wahlberg's being a normal cop apart from but those also, bits where he's doing ballet dancing don't have him faced off one on one Yes, 100%. It's not a, it's not a buddy film. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. um, but no, I like Elf. It mm. nearly made the list, but then uh, it didn't. So Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. No, fair. Mr. Producer, anything that you really wish you'd snuck in, snuck yeah, up? I mean, there were a lot of you films that... in up to the nut. No, nothing? Okay, moving on. <laughs> Go on. There were a lot of films that when you first asked me, my brain goes to, oh, it's like snowy, it's like winter wonderland stuff. There's loads of ski mountain related films obviously I've watched to death but it's like the Red Bull Snowboarding Championships 2019 like like usually some kind of crap rom-com set in the mountains sure but Chalet Girl that kind of rubbish not a Christmas movie but they're not Christmas films they're just set in snow so the only one that was on my list that we previously mentioned Mm. uh, is Kiss Kiss Bang Bang yeah I love that because it's a fucking and it nearly made my list as well I love noir yeah I love some kind of meta-related narration in the film. Right at the beginning of when Robert Downey Jr. was making a triumph for comeback to Hollywood. And yep. he's awesome in that film. And it's Shane Black he doing Shane on Black. The... I mean, yeah, I mean, that's... My, my, my honourable mentions is yeah. every single movie that Shane Black has ever written, Long Kiss Goodnight... But if I had to choose matter. one of those, yeah, Kiss I Kiss Bang Bang's I would top. agree. I would agree. I mean, there are parts in that where... You know when they're in the bar and they're referencing, oh, that guy over there looks like... Oh, uh, Native American Joe Pesci. Yeah. <laughs> I did that as a bit with some friends for yeah, yeah. a very long time. Yeah, yeah that, and that was it's me. It's just, it's that, really Robert, good. Uh, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Producer, that was me. But yes. Yeah, it, so, it really is. Falcon was amazing in it. Um, there's actual really good ma- moments of pathos when Robert Jenner Jr. has to kill that guy. Yep. Uh, and you actually really... He says, oh, Perry, I never killed a guy before you really feel for him like it really is um, it's Shane Black just being let to do Shane Black uh, it's Shane Black in his purest form perhaps um, and Phil Kilmer is fucking amazing it's gay Perry <laughs> yeah still gay no I'm up to my knees and pussy I just like the name <laughs> yeah it's very good but yeah. you could also say and that's it, the story of Christmas <laughs> that's the story of Christmas if it wasn't set at Christmas it's not a Christmas film and I think yeah. that's where people would be like oh if you're for one of those you go for mm. something like Die Hard which is yeah, 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 yeah. overtly at Christmas I think that leans more into the Christmas of it all than other uh, I immediately think that's wrong because Long Kiss Goodnight she's literally Mrs. Claus yep. in the Christmas parade at the beginning of the film but that is really a framing device but yeah I, I yeah I mean the reason he makes all these movies at Christmas in LA right is that he thinks that Christmas and snow and all that kind of wintry Christmas stuff in LA is such like a weird he says it makes it like LA a really dreamlike place because it is almost essentially a tropical climate. Yes, because place. it never happens. Yeah, exactly. You have so, to fake it for the film. Yeah, yeah. So it just makes it really dreamlike and yeah. Um, so I've got a couple that uh, one of them actually slipped onto the list twice, but mm. didn't get covered. I think I can't find it. Oh, uh, Scrooged. Uh, Scrooge, yeah. of course, being a very honourable mention. Uh, yes. But we did an entire episode on it last year, so yes. go and listen Scro- to that. Scrooge is. Possibly my favourite actual Christmas film. And yet you put it at number two. Yeah, because Die Hard's Die Hard, isn't it? All right. Uh, I've also got, um, and this would be, it's difficult 
to work out whether or not it's a Christmas movie because it's not technically feature length. Uh, the Snowman. Oh, okay. The Snowman is... Um, oh, it's like an hour long, isn't it? Uh, just under, I think. Okay. About but 45 yeah, minutes. I would, I would group it in with That is a solid Christmas Eve requirement. Yeah, that's good. Fair enough. It's a good movie. Um, I, I, to be fair, I haven't watched it in years, but I, I do remember enjoying it as a child. My, to be fair, my favourite thing about The Snowman is that Bill Bailey joke where he says he goes to parties and says, I'm Alec Jones, it's all gone wrong for me. <laughs> Which I think is very funny. Uh, but yeah, but... Um, Interestingly, yeah. Uh, Alec Jones didn't actually record... Did he not? The song not on a TV in show? the movie? No, he oh. recorded the, uh, the the album, the single that was the released. single that was released. Right. Okay. Uh, I've actually written this down. It was recorded by uh, Peter Orty. Okay. Uh, who was um, a Westminster choir boy? Okay. Presumably been buggered senseless since. Didn't they, good Lord. <laughs> Didn't they do a new one like last year or the they year did before? The Snow Dog. The Snow Dog or something. Yeah. Uh, right? Channel Four jumping on that. Is it Raymond Briggs? Isn't it is Raymond Briggs. Yes, the same guy. Right. Uh, I've not watched the Snow Dog. Okay. Never come up. Don't need to. Just watch the Snowman. Yeah. Good. Cry a bit because by that point. You're probably quite drunk. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's definitely a. It's closing in There's on something kind of talking like about talking about PM, all these Christmas midnight. movies uh, and having a couple of beers. It's making me feel a little bit emotional. It's a little it is. bit emotional. Honestly, it really is. It's really weird. I think the the only other one that I had on my list that we haven't mentioned is Batman uh, Returns. Batman Returns. Yeah, absolutely. Like great again, Christmas movie. A Christmas film, but you don't think of it as being. But it de- a I mean, it definitely movie. is. Though. I, I watched that recently actually and was struck by the Christmas of it all. It really is. It's got know. more penguins than Happy Feet. Got more penguins than that. I, I, it is a fucking great film as well. It really and is. if you're following that kind of thing, you also like Nightmare at Christmas. Kind of oh yeah, so thing. Night Before Christmas is something again. It's a musical, so I watched it once and was like, "Isn't this really good?" Hey, is that what you said? Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Oh, Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas. Yes. But then you said Night Before Christmas. Oh no, sorry. So Nightmare Before Christmas. I watched it once and was like, "This is really cool." Henry Selick is great, and the animation, stop motion animation, is awesome. Uh, but then he starts singing, and it's that's too long. they lost me. Is it very long? Far too long. And you'd rather watch the Muppets. The, pa- know, two, the pacing is terrible. It's far too long. Two, two years ago, they released a new version where all of the songs were re-recorded by Fallout Boy. And That's I'm, a real thing. And I'm back in the so room. So when Jack Skellington opens his mouth, Fallout Boy starts singing. Whoever that guy from Fallout Boy is, whichever one is singing at the time, uh, it's, it's the Fallout Boy. The Fallout Boy. Yeah. It's whichever the boy has currently fallout, fallen out. Uh, fallout on the boys, I believe it is. The known as. Ooh. <laughs> Well, it's interesting we that we should be uh, kind of dialing in on the musical side of things because yeah. as we draw yeah, this episode purpose. to a close with our top purpose. ten, we're just setting the stage. They call me the puppet master of... For our next... <laughs> Nobody calls you that. Do that with your fingers. Excuse me, where are you trying to put your thumb? They call me the creepy octopus. <laughs> setting the stage neatly for next mm. episode, which is... Another top ten, because we're still funny in for Christmas. Yeah. Top ten Easter movies. Yeah. We're doing top ten <laughs> Easter... What? Role models. Join us next time. <laughs> role models are set during Easter. There are a number of jokes during role models where they keep mentioning it's Easter, because the writers thought it would be funny to make it an Easter movie. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Join us next time as we will run down our top ten greatest Christmas songs. Considerably harder. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> My sweet little enchiladas. Okay, we are recording. Are you saying that these are hot mics? There's at least one hot mic. <laughs>
Nice, thanks. It's yours, the wiring's dodgy. (laughs) 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 Smell, I can just smell ozone. You know what I'm going to do as well, take this watch off. Yeah, take that watch off. (laughs) Take it off. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! Really bad stripper that takes his watch off first. Ooh, sexy. Look at my wrist. (laughs) Wait, where did I put it? I don't want to lose it. Get your dick out. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I say to the male strippers when they take their watch off. Anyway, Christmas. (laughs) Can this be the intro? (laughs) We've taken rambling intros to a whole new level. We just, at this point, we don't actually bookend the podcast at uh, all. We no, just no. start. Number 10, Gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, it's a wonderful life. Uh, yeah, no, 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 come on, it's come yeah, on. Do you want to start again? Yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> Wait for you to do the dun, 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 dun. Ah, oh, I see. But you didn't. No, I'll save it for the music. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Saving it for the music. Saving it. Do it on the night. <laughs> uh, right, so... You did it so slowly that I was like, I'm already, oh no, I've already started, I've already started. I'm Magnus uh, Magnus this. because Love Actually was way before this. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Okay. We could just left that in. To be honest, I'm not sure why I was stopping. There we go. Anyway, yeah, should, 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 do yeah, I need to start yeah. again? No. no, it's fine. The mask, it does nothing. <laughs> no, that's the goggles. The goggles, they do nothing.